0: Welcome to episode four of the Three Guys All Balls podcast. We have officially been doing this now for one month, and I couldn't be happier. Golf clap, man. I can be a little happier. But, I mean... Depression's a son of a bitch. It right is. I have never be fully happy. I hate summertime. Just kidding. I love it. But, uh, we are going to attempt this episode, hoping that the storm doesn't actually come, and that we don't lose power, because I would fucking not be happy about I that. I shut off
1: some extra shit, so we should be alright. But uh you know, fucking tell them who you are there, big guy. Uh,
0: I'm Garrett Crow. I'm Josh Whitty. I'm Matt Haddon. And as always, we're gonna start out with a little bit of uh, how our day or how our week has gone. Uh we'll start off with Matt today.
1: Little three guys all balls banter. Um you... I haven't
2: Really done anything exciting, man? We went and saw the Ant Man versus the Wasp, though. That we was saw a double feature and the Equalizer too. I got to see sixty-three-year-old Denzel Washington just carving motherfuckers up, like with a shooting them with harpoons. Like, yeah, he's swiping credit cards to kill people. It was pretty sweet. And then Paul Rudd is like, if, oh. if I had to kiss a dude. It would be Paul Rudd. Let me just say that live and in color." I don't want to kiss dudes, but if you if, I, if you if had, had to. to, yeah. And so. Obviously, we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it was pretty cool, too, so, I mean, that's been
1: the highlight of my week. Awesome, man. Uh, My week was pretty good. I uh, started out with some work, and we went, yeah, like I said, Tuesday was matinee day, but before I did that, I went to, uh, if you guys saw the Not-So-Black podcast, I had Ben Quigley and Mike Farron on from Sonic Jiu-Jitsu. He teaches Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and MMA. So Tuesday, I went down to the gym, hung out for a minute, went to the movie, and then today had my first official Jiu-Jitsu class. And I was the first guy of my size, was the first big guy, to roll for the full 30 minutes at the end, where they do free grappling. I learned how to put motherfuckers in arm bars, albeit sloppily because I'm still learning. But uh, that'll come. My body is probably gonna feel like jello. It was fucking intense, and uh, all I have to say is. Uh, I'm the coolest guy in the room now. Come <laughs> <I've> on! <spoken laughs> no, no, but it, honestly, if anybody out there wants to do martial arts or just wants a discipline fucking do it. That's the thing I learned today. It was so incredibly powerful to just be out there because they don't start the class over for you. They don't like pick up where everybody else. You just jump in like whatever he's teaching yeah. that day, that's where you start. No, jiu is so,
0: probably the best discipline that you could learn too. Was, outside of like a wrestling base. Yeah. but yeah,
1: it, was, it was awesome to grapple. I, uh, I pulled guard on Mike Farron. That's the highlight of my whole week. I pulled guard on Mike Farron and then at one point I underhooked my boss. And like, or the coach Ben I was like I just did really well and I was proud of myself for pushing through it for my first time like without knowing too much so
0: uh, yeah that was the highlight of my week way to go oh man. yeah way to go uh, I had some tacos the other day at uh, Purple Goose first time I'd ever been there mm. they have uh, some southern tier 2 X IPA on tap which is pretty nice that's fucking sissy beer you know, I was I'm just
1: kidding, dude. Sure. I'm just kidding. I was—I was, I was the purple Goose. I was the purple goose's first head cook yeah. when they opened. You weren't there. You didn't make no, me no tacos. I sure fucking did <laughs> I put my two weeks in after working there for a month and a half because they fucking—they were just a really messed up place to
0: work for. Uh, so, I mean, like I said, first time I've ever been there. The bartender seemed really nice. Don't know what her name no, was. They made a lot of of she was, was it a red-haired girl? Yeah, listen Yeah, sure. She's she's cool, she's cool. They yeah. made some changes. That was first place. Uh, I bought an old bicycle today, so <laughs> now,
1: bicycle. Yeah, so bicycle. Now I'm gonna
0: be hatching some eggs on Pokemon at record pace. son of a bitch! I
1: knew you weren't gonna use it for any kind of like real yeah, construction. Well, it has a rack that on the back, so I could.
0: could if carry, I had things, I could, carry could take your it. Pokeballs and <laughs> But, uh, Rack City. I, I hatched a... Rack or not City hatch. Bush. I evolved a Machamp today, which was pretty cool. I don't so even know what that means. You can move on. But congrats uh, to you, too. I don't move on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, man. It gets me out of the house. No, Pokemon Go is fun. No, and yeah, I, I say they just introduced Lucky Trades today. Don't know what the fuck really? that is, but apparently it's cool. That's something I'm going to try it. was
1: like Trades or something like, and then when they first put it out. Because I remember... You got it when it first came out? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. so, it was, like, a cool way to be active, meet people, plus, like,
0: play Pokemon, which is nostalgic for my childhood. Well, I still collect Pokemon cards and everything, too, so I'm that guy. I do Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah, I like You girls. would like my roommate. So. Nice. Yeah, Matt likes girls. What a fucking bitch. Yeah, but it's not like they like him. And that's true, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> the girls like, like Pokemon. I just wanted the yeah. fact to so know that The like girls cool. and Paul Rudd. So. But, uh... You guys want to just jump right into some NBA stuff then? Yeah, let's okay. Uh, I haven't seen it, but they painted a new mural in LA for LeBron. Yeah, I saw it, and this one got vandalized as well. Do you, yeah,
2: do we know what the vandalism was?
0: No, but the last time it was a bunch of tagging, uh, just like random Throwing scribbles. Up gang to signs. Yeah, what? was
1: this one where they put Kobe's face over his face? They might have, but that I, was one. This guy, there's this video of a LeBron mural, and somebody put Kobe's face over top of it, and uh, or it might have been the other way around. All I know is this guy stood there. I think it was there, a Kobe mural with LeBron's yeah, face so, over it. Yeah, this guy stood there with a shoe for like 20 minutes trying to throw it and knock the piece. Yeah, of paper I actually off. watched that, but it's
0: funny. What if I, they drew a white penis on the road? They might have. I don't. I really don't know, but because he small balls. I am going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say that it is Kobe. That's vandalizing these people. <laughs> yeah, dude, he doesn't. Like he's to fucking. Be he's cold blooded. I mean, he, he, he's dude.
1: out there doing children's movies now.
2: Well, every time the MJ his conversation comes up, and he gets excluded when it's just <laughs> MJ Lebron, Kobe finds a way to interject himself. Oh yeah, he puts himself right, right in he the should conversation. Be, should
1: be in that conversation. I mean,
2: so it wouldn't surprise me if he was like paying some like you know graffiti artist like, hey man, I'll sign you this jersey for you if you go fucking. I'm off. surprised he, he didn't Lebron. I'm, I'm surprised for... he didn't
1: Nancy Kerrigan, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, for breaking his record. For breaking his record for yeah. having the most all years with the one franchise, you know. Yeah, I mean, good. I'm surprised he didn't just fucking straight up Tanya Harding, uh, Dirk Nowitzki's life.
0: Uh, I feel like Kobe's got to at least respect Dirk a little Dirk, bit.
1: Yeah, Dirk won a title on his own. Rapists good. don't have too much respect. I mean,
2: fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. We don't know about Canadian rapists, because they're like really nice people, so... Like, hey, Have you ever met
1: a Canadian rapist or known an one?
2: No, man, maybe. Exactly. There might, maybe <laughs> there aren't any Canadian rapists because they're just like they always hey, ask. Yeah. How about the blowjob? I don't want to ruin your day, but uh, you know,
1: can we get this done real quick? Yeah, they probably yeah. ask for sex and then they're like, no, and she's like, whoa, well, I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Sorry about this. And <laughs> uh, I like
0: raping. Well, what are on the subject, of LeBron? It was announced today that he is getting a talk show on HBO <laughs> called The Shop it's like a barbershop <laughs> setting he's gonna have oh, yeah, uh, yeah. professional athletes and other guests but so he's been in LA for a month now and he's already doing the Hollywood thing so so he's like Cedric the Undertaker, that's the stupidest the thing barbershop. he could've
1: done I, I mean a podcast up. he's not listen the kind of guy that LeBron is and the kind of guest that he can pull in if he would've done like Kevin Garnett did that show what's it called uh, area 21 area 21. Area, area 21 that's a fucking amazing show started off as a podcast right if lebron would have taken that route and his money and the back and the people that he has he could do his own thing the way he wants. i guarantee you hbo is just going to use this and fucking it's going to end up fucking
0: getting sold to show well the thing with this is is he already had his own media outlet called yeah. Uninterrupted Right, he
2: was doing barber the shop on air
0: yeah which i believe i say everything is still running through Uninterrupted so lebron still holds all Rights to his own product and everything, which is good for him.
1: HBO does really good sometimes. So I mean, we we, we, we uh, you know. Well, we could, uh, we do what
0: as much as I say, as much as like everyone hates LeBron or likes LeBron or something, the guy's a really smart businessman. He's a mobile man. I say, you know, like the move to LA makes complete sense because the guy's gonna have a career in something after his playing career. I feel done like, yeah,
1: I feel like selling to HBO is probably part of that, like mm-hmm. money. To, oh to, yeah, to build up his empire. Well, right,
0: yeah, all, all he, he just has capital. That, that's all he has. He has just more money that he can just throw away towards something than we will ever even think about. See, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, his son has more money. Yeah. He's got to oh, yeah. do. a billion
2: dollars eventually. Oh, know. he's got
0: to be getting relatively close already I'm between sure endorsements money, and yeah, his yeah. contracts. I mean, he dude does one in one deals and makes 32 33 million dollars a year, like. That'll add up after... What has he been in the league now for? 2003? 15, 15 years.
1: 15 yeah. like, <laughs> That's fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, i say the guy's crazy, but... I mean, I mean, I'd be interested to check it out, because, you know... I'll I'd, watch it. I, yeah. say, I, I like I like hearing athletes talk in a non-professional setting. Yeah, because it
1: opens up... That's why I'm such a huge fan of the Area 21, because, like, Kevin Garnett is one of the best talkers. Oh, Kevin Garnett is one of the best yeah. shit talkers. Yeah, yeah. and he, <laughs> fucking, he breaks down, like, when he did uh, that Candace Parker, is her name, when he fucking was, like... You're up and under is a fucking travel. And she was pissed, and it's like, travel. Uh, you know. if she was like, well, well, this It Euros- doesn't
2: even matter, because... Look, 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 look at James Harden but with the, a step back all the, day. Yeah, the Euro step and the step backs. And how about that Covington 3 he took in the one time he took... Oh, it looked exactly day. like James yeah, Harden. <laughs> yep. But Kevin Garnett, the cool thing about Area 21, too, is like Kevin Garnett has garnered mad respect. Oh, know? yeah. So he know. gets cool people in there. Like, I think the one episode I watched... You know, <laughs> Baron Davis and she Rashid Wallace, yeah. and um, I, there was some other old guy. It was Paul Pierce, I think. It was mm-hmm. like a, you know makes it, sense. Yeah, it's good. So you get good guests. So Ray Allen. I, I will say I'm Allen,
1: excited Allen. to watch it because it does give a whole new audience, like Middle America, access to the show that they may not know about. Because HBO is like huge in Middle whether, America. Whether, whether they Menace watch it or not, <laughs> like that, I feel like they will. And I and I'm also happy for it because LeBron has taken another step to making sure that the era of the post. Game, uh, the post-game broke athlete is slowly disappearing. Athletes, because of people like LeBron and Kobe, they're starting to recognize how to build their empires and how to not go and broke. And they need
0: to. They need to. There's so yeah. many dumb people out there. How, what's the it number? Was
1: just, I would like to find out what the number's at because it was 80% of athletes go broke after three years of retirement. I wonder I how low that, that number is now.
2: Well, I think the, the reason it's so high is because when we think of... Pro athletes, we only think about the good ones. But like football teams have 50 other dudes. Yeah, there's thousands that of players. Play for that, maybe one season only. In the well, game well, yeah. So that's why the, I think a lot yeah. of them go broke.
0: The average career longevity for like an NFL player, I think, is like two to three years or something the like NFL that. Yeah, is, is crazy. Different the oh, NFL, no, because
2: like, like you get called up one time. You might never get caught up again. Technically, you were... I mean,
0: basketball is a little different because there's only, like, what, 11, 13? 15 yeah, okay. is the active roster. That's right. why it's,
1: it's it's just, like, basketball, those dudes should be able to hold on yeah. to someone. Plus, of they, they even paid, paid a
2: lot more than yeah. football players. A baseball? 30 million a year for...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Football just, players yeah. have, like, ridiculously low numbers when it comes to money and, like, what they can do and
0: freedoms. So, I yeah. mean, look at... <laughs> Having this happen, gone, the NFL right. is well, fucking insane right now. get fucking brain destruction disease Yeah, like that CTE, CTE is day. running rampant like I don't even want to see the actual number like after like say a football player passes because they said that they can only determine whether they have CTE after, <laughs> after an after athlete passed yeah, like the, I wonder uh, what like at one time they did a study on like 100 brains and like 99 of yeah. them had CTE <laughs> these are
2: just pro athletes not including the dudes that played all through childhood all through high school all through college and didn't get drafted yeah, yeah, just so, the
1: college alley. That's why yeah. they're fighting uh, still with the NCAA to get fucking money. Well, I think you Notre know, Dame... These guys don't see see have the insurance. They yeah. were using
2: the robots. like tack, So they weren't tackling each other. They were doing tackling drills on... Um, like robots. dummies, yeah. essentially. Moving dummies, yeah. Uh, okay,
0: so uh, moving on. Apparently a photo surfaced of John Wall today on Twitter of him looking real out of shape. And apparently he just got blasted. Because I mean, I'm gonna see if I can find this. Basketball season still a decent ways away, but they're they're doing training camps. Yeah, it'll be fun summer league. Straight. John is Wall's over. like a top tier guy. Yeah, I'm saying you don't want your uh, starting point guard to come in weighing 250. Yeah, your franchise
2: player, the face <laughs> of your franchise. Out of shape, John Wall. Let's see. What?
0: I'll try to break up this radio silence while well, yeah, Matt looks for the and, picture. Uh, but uh... Fun, uh <clears throat> i say, well, he looks for that. Uh, it's a Jake- Team USA photo, right? Yeah. Yes, it is his Team USA photo, and it's hilarious. Yeah, he does oh, look like shit. Well, he is looks like he the, just... Is this the one you saw? Yeah, he looks like he's been on, like, a two-month bender of, can like, Coke can can and strippers. Yeah,
2: I mean, <coughs> I don't know if this will do you guys justice, but he looks like he's been fucked up for about two weeks, and he actually looks like my friend Tyler Wilde a little
1: bit. We'll keep some vocals going until I tell you, uh, you'll be... John You'll be on it. Keep it up. Uh, hold on. Well, you should be good. We're that should have been fine as long as you put it in front of the uh, camera. And here we go. A little good. bit of a glare. A little enough. bit of a glare. Good enough. So you guys see Look it up. It's John Wall's <sighs> Team USA photo, which uh, does he does look like he's been drinking and doing uh, Just cocaine. Just coke <laughs> off the stripper's butt for days. It's like, I'm John Wall, and I got there was a viral video of me he's got pumping a teenage kid. He's got that little arm
0: going doing the fucking John Wall. All the way to the fucking crack house. Fuck John Wall. He's in the kitchen, wrist-twisting like a stir-fry. Oh, my God. Look at the flick of the wrist. Uh, J.J. Redick had a podcast the other day, and uh, he said that he was like literally minutes away from signing with the Indiana Pacers Mm. this offseason before Philly adjusted their offer, and he came back. But he also made mention of T.J. McConnell who is one of my personal favorite players, not because he's really that good, but because he's like the kind of guy that everyone wants on their team. Real hustle guy, like heart and soul, everything out on the court every game. Dunking on someone. This is like,
2: it's a dude the size of Alex Caruso. Yeah, he's
0: actually shorter. I looked up Caruso. Caruso's 6'5". Oh, is he? That's that's awesome. And uh, TJ McConnell's 6'2". Never seen him jump more than like 4 inches off the (laughs) ground. And sure enough, video came out he yammed on a guy, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's fucking like, awesome. I'm proud of him, and I can't wait for him to try it in a game.
1: I love those kind of locker room players. You know what I mean? Oh, those he's, he's are, the best. They're just, they're good for the team. That's why usually they stick around for a while. They don't they don't produce that well, but teams don't get rid of them
0: because it's like, listen, you're you're just good for the team. So that's yeah. cool. I'm glad. Oh, yeah, for him. definitely. He's awesome. And since we're in the TJs and like everyone's name, we're going to KD. Versus, versus CJ. CJ McCollum, they had a little Twitter spat. I'll see if I can
2: get the the dialogue. What with, happened? With KD well, CJ Well, CJ McCollum gave he, he has been outspoken about calling KD
0: soft for joining the Warriors, and this isn't a new thing. Like, like he said it a while back, but uh, he actually had KD on his podcast. What? Like a couple of days before, I think, and uh, you know, KD did his normal fucking bullshit thing, said that the. Blazers had no chance of winning the NBA title, which is hilarious that he would say that on fucking CJ McCollum's podcast. It's the truth. But McCollum said something about KD being soft, and KD responded back, uh, hopefully... We yeah, can find man. it. Real uh, quick, wait, uh, so yeah.
1: while he looks for that, uh, Mike Farron commented they had the study where 110 out of 111 brains. Okay, bats. that's what it was. I knew it was one. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, that's fucking insane, dude. 110 out of 111 brains had CT. Yeah, that's. And you have to like donate. More serious. players are donating their brains when they die. Like some of them are taking. And, and they should. I mean, because yeah. I mean, there's well, suicides. Well, well, where they only shot. shot. They've shot themselves in the heart, so they end with a suicide note that says, "Take my brain and study
0: it because the NFL killed me." You know. Yeah. That kind uh, of shit. Well, I say, it's the only way that they're really going to hopefully find a way to deter this from happening to everyone that plays. I mean, maybe I they mean, should figure out what that one guy that didn't have CT did. It's maybe hard, he sat on the bench. Kicker.
1: Yeah, It's hard <laughs> to do it because these are contact sports, which is why I believe the only fix, you're never going to get rid of the injuries. The only fix is to have better healthcare coverage, better concussion protocol, and better money. Yeah. Because baseball players are getting, there's no salary caps, they're getting outrageous numbers, and yeah, they have to put their bodies through a lot, but these football players and, like, MMA fighters are another one. Yeah. Just, they're grossly underpaid when, like, they have dire like, dudes get paralyzed
0: <coughs> left and right. Especially amateurs, yeah. where there's, like, less rules and stuff. It's nuts. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, grown-ass 250-pound men were not made to run 15 Abandoned to 20 miles other? per hour into each other. Yeah. And, yeah. Head first. And like, that's just.
1: Not they've done tests. Money. It's like getting yeah. hit by a car or but a truck.
0: I believe Matt finally found the. Yeah, we got CJ, the CJ.
2: The initial tweet from CJ McCollum was I still think the B word is harsh and shouldn't be used. He knew that decision was soft, but I respect it. It's like getting jumped with your brothers by a gang you should have beat, then joining the gang and jumped you and your brothers two months later and forgetting about your bros. So, pretty much instantly, Durant, because he's always on social media says so I would get into a gang fight lose plot on my brother for two months at our home and then go get the gang we lost to and beat him up you think that low of me CJ I just did your fucking podcast snakes in the grass boy I tell you. yeah you so. probably didn't
1: say that to Katie's face oh no it was Twitter <laughs> and then CJ tweeted again
2: just saying that there is no feud but
0: obviously uh there's something there. Yeah, I KD, mean, he, there's, there's a hard, yeah, there's,
1: there's obviously a fucking uh, a misconception <clears> throat> on throat> CJ's <throat> part because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about or he's just, he's jealous. Most of it's probably That's, envy. You're telling a me? A lot he, of these guys are really yeah. envious of KD because he is that guy who, once LeBron disappears, people are going to be talking about Kevin Durant. Well, when they, the first time they beat LeBron in the finals with Durant on
2: the Warriors, people were saying, like, Durant's the new number one. Like, you know what I mean so it's not going to take long after LeBron goes to I,
0: I'm not ready to pass my proverbial no, crown yeah, yet but, yeah. but yeah. I mean
2: it's been talked about I don't think it's true but you know No, he has
0: the potential well, I, I think KD is definitely 100% the most potent scorer oh, yeah. in basketball offensively efficient i say he has just ridiculous range can score from anywhere yeah. and he's 7 feet tall yeah he's lanky I love but his attitude. I feel like LeBron is one of those guys that 100% will make everyone better around mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, when he wants to, he could be yeah. one of the best defenders yeah. in the game. KD is a great defender, but...
1: Yeah, no, he's
2: a little different style. Yeah, yeah.
1: his LeBron's problem is you can't fix stupid, and sometimes he tries to, like J.R. Smith. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? In any
2: vision. Hey, he buddy, just, you're you're, you're going to tell me, in a scenario where, say, Clay Thompson doesn't re-sign, and he goes to fucking Philly, like Garrett's been dreaming about for two years. Uh, yeah. And fucking Golden State offers CJ McCollum a one year deal with an option that he's not fucking signing with. Him oh, he's, he's making his, it. Demarcus yeah. Cousins
1: took one of those. Yeah, like, do. CJ can bitch all he wants about <laughs> losing up in Portland. But, but uh, when he gets that call, there'll be a video on Facebook of CJ McCollum just super excited. Like, yeah, yeah I can't wait fucking... to come to the Bay Area. Right. Well, yeah.
0: But to be honest, <laughs> when you guys do lose Clay Thompson to the Sixers, CJ McCollum wouldn't be a bad consolation prize there. Well,
1: or <laughs> Damian Lillard, one of them is leaving Portland mm-hmm. sooner than later. So, D- I would like D- Damian Lillard is a son yeah, of who anymore uh, Let's see uh, Stephen Baker, there are actually a few studies that have been done showing statistics and how hel- that helmets and pads do more harm than good. Yeah, that's uh that is true. There's a lot of uh, studies and there's a lot of companies right now trying to change helmets and pads and the way they do things, because the more protection you give players, like pads, that the thicker the pads, the harder they're willing to hit. Oh right, because yeah, yeah. they know that they can do more damage and receive less. Well, speed. and there's more
0: jostling too <laughs> when they hit; their heads bounce more. <laughs> and that's what it is. The bucking, leather helmets like
1: were uh, during but those days. There were less uh, head, tra- traumatic head injuries when they were wearing leather. But there helmets. was
0: also less studies on it too. So I mean, I'm not I'm not sure exactly how, how many. Like yeah. well, it goes offset. Back, it is <laughs> the way that
1: study worked was uh, they have guys from like the seventies and sixties yeah. that were still alive, and they studied a lot of their brains. And what all you do is you just extrapolate that data, and they were to say, okay, the helmets weren't that good, and like the thinner the helmets, they were able to say, pretty much a hypothesis, but it's kind of proven. A thinner the helmet, the less likely the guy is to fucking use his head as a batting. Yeah. it is weird yeah. cause those no, dudes true.
2: in the seventies were like uh, the first to get. Notice like that, uh, Steelers guy that the, the author, Terry yeah, uh, he died of CTE. Uh, oh, man, he was a big ass line a big ass white dude.
1: Um, oh, uh, D- uh, Jerry Jerry L- Lambert, right? No, no, no Mike,
0: Mike Webster? Webster, yeah, it was Webster, it. yeah.
1: And then there
2: was another guy later, but you know, he ended up getting crazy. If you ever watch that movie, uh, Concussion with Will Smith, it's pretty much about Mike Webster's, okay. name, like the Smith. yeah, because like the dude that pretty much found. The CTE ship was working in Pittsburgh, and, like, that's not... It's, that's it's just, figure. it's
0: hard to compare data between the time periods, though, because of how different the athletes are yeah, nowadays. Yeah, true. Like, Leonard Cornette <laughs> got clocked at the fastest time last year, like, in-game, or the fastest speed. I think he got clocked at 23 miles an hour. Twenty-three fucking miles yeah. an hour, right two hundred and forty pounds. Cap. Yeah, like that's a large man. Like there was, I'm sorry, there was He's no one. Pads on. There's no one back in the '60s, yeah. '70s that was running that fast at that yeah. size. There was
1: there was maybe one genetic freak per league, like Bo, even Bo Jackson. You don't know was, Bo. He was, well, yes. he was the boy. There's always like yeah. one genetic freak, but other than that, yeah. Now now the genetic freak is the norm. So these guys are just they have tremendous power, and I think if they if they scaled back and just made more. Uh, like, lightweight, shock-absorbing uh, pads that didn't seem like they were wearing a tank. Yeah. These guys would be less, uh, well, less likely. To I, I don't to be know
0: where heart. the disconnect came between, like, when players actually did form tackles. Like, when they led with the shoulder straight through the midsection and took the guys down. Because over the last 10, 15 years... Everyone goes for that kill shot. Probably when they the started doing jacked up on ESPN, Yeah, everyone wanted Gen- to get yeah, on it just there. Got, it was Jack- the door. highlight reel. Plus, <laughs>
1: you had a whole generation with uh, hit sticks and NFL blitz and yeah, like, like the gore. It, and movies became more popular with that kind of stuff. Well, like, I say anymore.
0: Like sometimes I cringe during games, like oh, when yeah. I see some guys oh, get yeah. hit.
1: You're waiting for, it, and then like the dirty hit compilations yeah. that you see. it just fucked up. I think it's just a part <laughs> of the like generation.
2: Because t- two generations ago. People weren't worried about stats and numbers. It was a team effort doing the fundamental shit to get the best result. That's why people like Terry Bradshaw don't have the numbers of people like Ben Roethlisberger. You yeah. know, they have just as many accolades. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now it's about, it's let me about, get my stats up yeah, so I can get traded to the best talent, team in the yeah. So I think that around. has a lot to do with it, too. Like you sure. want to stand out. Yeah. More well, every,
0: every individual wants to be considered the best at their position. Right. And I get it. Yeah, definitely. I mean,
2: I'm not saying I wouldn't act that way. I don't like I definitely. Von didn't. Miller,
1: uh, when he was fucking, you know, awesome, he wasn't out there fucking trying to kill dudes. He was just playing really, really good defense. That's true. Actually, for like. Marshawn Lynch wasn't trying to hurt people. Yeah, he, he just, just runs and goes. When Denver played the Panthers Run in the Super Bowl face.
2: and then the first game of the next season, Cam Newton took like bad helmet shots and Von Miller wasn't part of any of them. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. A lot well, of that I
0: say the there's, there's some ball. good players out there and yeah. I do blame the refs a lot yeah, for, for sure. that game because, you know, Oh, Cam Newton he's, he's, gets little to no respect from yeah. any official in the sport. No, yeah, and does. like I understand, he's a little bit cocky. He's the he's Russell like,
1: Westbrook of the NFL. Well,
0: he's he's a large man too. Like he's he can he man. can take some punishment. But if you're gonna it's call gonna it for anyone else, yeah. you need to call it for Cam Newton as yeah. well.
2: The Super Bowl wasn't as bad as uh, the opening. game. <coughs> oh, the game opening the game was just terrible. It. Yeah, he was getting hit under the chin with the crown of the helmet, dude. And like,
0: well, and that's sometimes that is automatic ejection type yeah. stuff. And they like, weren't even throwing flags. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he would just... He would ask. And the, I remember one game, like, they had him mic'd up on him. Were they playing the Saints? They might have been. And I he remember s- that game. Well, and he <laughs> said, you're not going to call that, and the ref said blatantly, you haven't been in the league yeah, long enough to much. get that call. You haven't earned it yet. Like, like, how do you...
2: How do I earn to get the flag? Get you know a what? And, and the that's the shitty thing, is
1: fucking, you got to play to make money, and fucking, you know, he doesn't have the leverage with the... Uh, players association because they don't have a lot of leverage because the owners all fucking have this massive amount of control oh, yeah, The NFL it's fucking owners, put dude. his foot down because fucking you put your foot down in the NFL dude you're out yeah, yeah
0: that's exactly how it is but since we were just talking about football we'll transition right into NFL uh training camp just started within like what this week uh, most
2: teams are going to be reporting by the end of the month okay by so the end of the month well yeah. some teams were in yeah
0: I haven't heard a whole lot of news and I guess that's probably because uh not every team is in yet but yeah. uh what we're like a week away from the Hall of Fame game? I uh, that's in August. That's yeah. the first
2: preseason game. I'd say probably two weeks. Two I weeks. Know, we can we can get that date.
0: Yeah, I say. But so far, haven't really heard too much coming out of training camp. Just normal off season holdouts and yeah. divas. Well, uh, rookie signings. Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield finally signed their rookie contracts, which was. You know, it seemed, I don't know if it actually took longer than normal, but I feel like those two guys yeah. <laughs> have been putting it off for a while, so I'm glad that those got taken care of.
2: You're right. Uh, the Hall of Fame game will be August 2nd, 8 p.m., okay, the so, Ravens versus the Bears. Yes. Okay, yeah, so
0: we're one week out from actual game time again. Not real football yet, but... It'll be nice. I'm gonna watch yeah. it, and I'm gonna get hard. This is a good yeah. time of the year, I man. I don't.
2: I try not to get too excited until like the third or fourth preseason game. Yeah. But like yeah. when they start announcing fantasy football and people start reporting the champs, and you know, I bring you're ready up. to get smoked. I mean, I bring him up every
1: episode, way. and I have to again because Colin Coward. Oh god, he does predictions <laughs> every year. He does predictions, and usually he's fucking pretty right. When he, especially when he says, "All right," so all the executives did their top ten. That's what happened uh, last week. All the executives in the NFL come out. This is their top ten. So instead of doing his uh, the herd uh, power, you know uh, hierarchy, he decided to do the dumpster hierarchy Like what teams have the most potential to be Cleared. absolute dumpster fires? And he, oh, the top five was the Raiders, the Bucks, the Lions, the Ravens, and the Panthers. Raiders, I don't agree with the other ones.
2: I can see the Bucks are in. Dismay because their fucking franchise player is a rapist and he he's a misogynist asshole and he's still like he hasn't changed I just read something the other day that he was talking at a high school or an <coughs> elementary school and he's told all the men to stand up and be strong and told the women to stay in their seats well, the girls like well, you he's just get in trouble for groping Groping. That's that word's gonna be with him forever now groping well, and now you're telling girls to, like, to well, sit down like he
0: don't, he know he's been very busy eating W's Yeah. and uh, evidently he's probably been like non consenting, eating some V's as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what to say about the guy. I feel like he could be a good player, but he now could. he has that fucking, he's got a high ceiling. but he, Well, he has that persona around him now yeah. where like, it's just going to be hard to like the guy. I guess
2: the bucks took him out of all their 2018 season. Like, uh, highlight packages and you know promos like yeah. he's no longer the face of that franchise as of like last week Which is and I also found out that like you know the three game suspension just came out and stuff and uh, the Bucks actually knew about this well before the NFL did so yeah. they didn't even do anything about it so it's kind of sad but anyway the Raiders I don't think are going to be a dumpster fire I don't either. think they so either they have. they have some talent well I'm they curious Jordy now Amari yeah. Cooper Marshawn and Derek Carr yeah, yeah. Marshawn's
0: going to run through some faces like he always does but I, I'm, I'm thinking a lot of it is people think that maybe the game passed up uh, John Gruden. Yeah. But you know what? The guys have still been around the game. It's not right. like he just disappeared into like the sunset for yeah. however many years since he coached. He's been doing his quarterback camps. He's constantly like being an analyst. Yes, he
2: was on Monday Night Football. Like, and. Analytics is a big part of the game now, but like X's and O's is X's and O's, man. Like, yeah, you, you, you can never game replace game. them. Right.
0: I uh, say, like if you know the game, you know the game. Yeah. Obviously, like analytics in any sport has yeah. a large bearing, and I'm glad that people are finally starting to yeah like think about it like that. But you can't beat just no. good right. solid coaching.
2: There's a reason that he was he blew up as a young head coach so fast and went and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, like he's just that good, and. He probably would have
0: won two if it wasn't for the tuck roll. So. Exactly. He would have had one with the Raiders and one with the Bucks. Yeah. Two teams. <coughs> All I have to say real quick is uh, that
1: the uh, NFL execs gave the Los Angeles Rams a ranking grade of an A-. That's good.
2: The Rams are good. The Rams are very they have, good. They got I'm well, excited. Aaron Donalds holding he, out. Well, I was going to say,
0: what we're, we're, we're on the Rams, they just recently – re-signed Todd Gurley to an extension four years 60 million dollars 45 million dollars guaranteed that's so fucked well, that's up that's a running back contract now so that resets the market absolutely yep. blows it up because like before uh, like I said it was a uh, Devont- Devontae Freeman was the highest paid running back at the time. Yeah, and then LaShawn McCoy. And they were making eight and a half and I was eight. Say, they were around
2: $30 million Gary So
1: do you think this will change the Le'Veon Bell, Steve? Oh, it's,
2: it's I, I was going to say, Todd Gurley doesn't have the value of a David Johnson or a Le'Veon Bell. And I heard David Johnson's considering holding out, too. So if those guys don't get their money that they deserve... Because David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell are two guys that can account for well, this, 70 to 80% of the team. Well, your they're the two most
0: yeah. like, all-around... Proven backs And football. Gurley can get there He's got uh, the Gurley's amazing attention. But you know what He hasn't gotten there yet He's just He's not Le'Veon Bell He's definitely yeah. not Le'Veon Bell So and He still has say, a young team Around him You know Oh yeah, quarterback. I, I, yeah I say the Rams are great yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad that Gurley got paid But If I'm Le'Veon yeah. Bell I don't sign For any less than 65 No yeah Because no, no, yeah, I, I see that, that 16
1: mil a year Or
0: bust well, He yeah. actually He actually got on Twitter And congratulated Todd Gurley after that Probably because he was Seeing the dollar signs yeah.
1: Yeah, because if he plays the game right, the because the NFL execs, the the top guy, the top brass are going to see that and they're going to go, okay, what do we want to lose? What are we willing to give up? And they're going to say, if Le'Veon Bell plays it smart and respectful, the Steelers are probably going to come back and say, listen, we can't look stupid. Let's just give him fucking sixty-two. Oh, if yeah. they if they offer him sixty-two,
0: he'll take it. I don't know. I don't, as long as it's wanted... more than Gurley, I guarantee. Well, I, he'll I'm, take I'm thinking it. sixty-five is the floor, the minimum. I guess he I, I, said he wanted Antonio Brown money. Well, I think he was looking more in the range of like seventy mil. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it.
1: Right. We talked about the league's this a just last not week. there yet, and I think he needs to understand that because I think it will be in another
0: year or two. Well, the running back been, position is so devalued in the league, and it's yeah. kind of a shame because they're arguably the second most important yeah. position I, I, on the I, I think to change
2: though, like back to where it was, where like they were. Jerome. I mean, well, you know, what like, because without Le'Veon Bell, the Steelers lose that. Well, we're not in. we're not
0: many years removed from the Vikings giving Adrian Peterson a hundred million dollars. Right. Yeah. And now we're fighting for the best running back in the league to make more than sixty mil. And it's not even like, <laughs> a
2: close argument. I would say Le'Veon Bell is like far and away the, the best, the best running back in football. Oh, he, he, he How,
1: just thought... How close do you think he compares to AP? Uh, in AP's prime. Running-wise, he doesn't compare because he's <laughs> a better runner. But, but as a pass catcher, catch I'd say
0: Le'Veon yeah. Bell. Le'Veon in Bell no, signs, no.
1: Is he probably like maybe 30, 20 mil or less, you know? It's hard to say because I, I honestly say. would...
0: Like, if you take them both, from, like Le'Veon now and AP in his prime, I would be hard to pass up on taking Bell over. Yeah, and, I would probably and if, hey, if you Bell adjust for
1: inflation, then he probably should get 100 mil, you know?
0: I say, like, I think I think he probably gets in the 65 to 70 mil range if, if the Steelers are smart. If they
2: offer that and he decides to take well, it. Yeah, know, the stupid. Browns are out there yeah.
0: and they have money to spend. Yeah. yeah. That's all I have to say. Like, if the Steelers don't want to play Le'Veon Bell twice a year. There's a lot of teams, man, that need a running back. Yeah.
2: I would take him in Denver right now. Well, the
0: Bills, who knows? If Shady's gonna be there or not, investigation. And uh, he's not a spring chicken anymore. I say he's 30 years old, which isn't old, but for the running back position, they seem to peter out around 30 to 33 years old. You got
1: people like Marshawn Lynch coming back in the league, right? Yeah, yeah. You need Le'Veon Bell on your team if you're the Steelers. You need him on your team to make a statement because you need a good running back. It just it makes is, sense. he's, what,
0: 24, yeah. 25 years old? He's a young then, guy still. Then he's you need young. to
1: watch Marshawn Lynch because whoever gets Marshawn Lynch when he's done, whoever gets them on his sideline when he's done, because he's always going to be involved in football, he's proved that it's his life. Yeah. When he's done playing, whoever gets him on his sideline needs to have Le'Veon Bell.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. that's
1: a match made in heaven. Marshawn Lynch and Le'Veon Bell. Marshawn Lynch coded teaching and, and fucking helping Le'Veon Bell would be a fucking...
0: Well, every, everyone likes powerhouse. to talk about Marshawn Lynch, <laughs> Lynch like he's like some idiot. Dude's yeah, smart.
1: He's no, smart, dude. He's the best... Uh, Pat he called him the best
0: human before social media well, was spawned, even. Well, got got
2: yeah. <clears throat> he's won a Super Bowl. Uh,
0: I, I don't know any more, but I remember before he retired... <laughs> Uh, there, a report came out that he had never actually spent a single dime out of any of his NFL contracts Yeah, that he lived completely off of endorsement money which I'm sure he was getting a lot oh but, yeah, but Skittles I mean, man, Skittles all day but that he's never man. never spent a fucking dime, like that's an intelligent man, because yes. you see uh, Chris Johnson going out and buying cars with 30 inch rims and yes. doing this taking and that
1: fines for the beast mode hat
2: uh, he was taking fines for grabbing his fucking cock, to, jumping into the end zone, and, uh, and not talking. I'm just to the here.
0: I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, that's the That's it. That's a nice little bang out <clears throat> There's there. Your thunder roll. All right, let's roll. on Okay, so uh, uh, Aaron Donald, another Rams player, best defensive player in the league, but maybe the best player in the league, depending on how you value positions. Yeah, and uh, Khalil Mack, a top three player in his position that plays for the Oakland Raiders are both holding out.
2: Dude, they might be the best two pass rushers in football now that JJ Watt has kind of faded out with injuries. Yeah, I mean Von Miller's right up there.
0: But Von Miller plays sideline to sideline of player. Yeah, I mean, he's good.
2: Aaron Donald is the best interior lineman tackle since John Randall probably, who I think Yes, yeah, yeah, one of those guys like, like there's not a lot of times that a, a defensive an interior lineman leads a league in sacks, man, and
0: well, oh, I say he's good. He's good for twelve to fifteen a season, coming straight through the middle of the line, clogging like, up the run game. Like he just takes up space, man. He's phenomenal. I say, and like they're saying that I don't. I don't know much about Mac. Like I know he's holding out, but they said Donald is considering just like not playing a single down of football hmm. until they give him a contract that he believes that he deserves. I don't
2: blame him, man. Because well, the Rams just went out inside to keep the lead, Marcus Peters, and they got all these. Defensive assets, but if you don't sign the biggest asset, it's all for nothing. In a way, you know. What yeah. I mean? Well,
0: I say. I mean, he makes that defense run. I say, like he causes the interceptions. He racks up the sack numbers. Yeah. Like you, yeah. He's, he's a disruptor, too important. man. They yeah.
2: The best weapon, other than a good running back, for a young quarterback and a young it's team, a, is a great
0: defense. Yeah. And you can't have that without your best player. Yeah. Uh,
1: they offered Bell seventy over five, and he turned it down. He's probably looking closer to seventy over
0: four. Steve, said Steve,
1: yeah, yeah. and then That's Steve right. also said Joey Bosa, dude oh. has dude. He Joey Bosa was, a machine. He's the next big thing. He is, is what Steve be. says. Well, him and uh, Ingram, yeah, him and Melvin Ingram might be the best tandem. Yeah. I think. In football alone, <laughs> he, he said uh, uh, beatable, but together they're unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. If the Ravens bench Flacco, Lamar Jackson is a better version of Vic. Oh, I I don't
0: deny that at all. I, I he very said, well could be. I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar Jackson starting by week six. Well, I feel like Vic wasn't really that good of a quarterback until he got out of prison in the first place.
1: No, once he repented <clears> for <from throat> his sins. Yeah,
0: I say. I mean, he came out. He didn't rely as much on his legs as he used to. He actually was throwing the ball well. And you know, Steelers but, should never get rid of him. Or he should
1: never like that was bullshit. I understand people were upset. But uh, I, I just think it was it was, it was
0: was a cool thing. And uh, we're going to wrap up football with... Uh, Real quick.
1: Oh. Julio Jones and
2: the Falcons came to an agreement, it says on Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated. We're not there yet. Oh. I have one more thing. I mean, oh, he yeah. was. Julio, Julio Jones was holding out. My opinion, the most talented receiver, talented receiver in the league. He's got great hands, great size. He was holding out, and the Falcons threatened to find him 40K for every practice he missed your game. and I, Apparently they came to an agreement. I haven't found the numbers yet, but...
0: That's not, that's not, we're going to have another so, boom. You guys yeah. ready?
2: Set so, up. Oh, Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. His thunders really Yeah, hard. he could have been fined 40,000 for each day of camp he missed. So.
0: Damn, that was a delayed one.
1: Yeah. Storm's far away. But they restructured. <laughs> the, he
0: didn't sign a new one. I guess they just restructured. Okay. That's what I'm getting anyway. But uh the last thing I have for football is uh Jarvis Landry... Current wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. Former Miami Dolphin. Hell of a dude. Hundred and ten catches a year. Yeah, I say just catching passes. But he is calling his shot. He said that he will be surprised if the Browns don't drop forty on everybody this year. Yeah. And that they have a legitimate shot to win the Super Bowl. Cleveland Browns. Haven't won They didn't win a game. Yeah. <laughs> and Two now times they're going, in a row, right? Two no, they went and fifteen and one, or one and fifteen, and, 15 and then 0-16. Yeah. They had a parade for going 0-16. Yeah. Yeah. That's how just terrible that city is Come right now. On paper, long.
2: the Cleveland Browns could be great. Yeah, but the problem is none it's of those starts guys. Starts to top down, man. Winning is like a culture, and Jarvis yeah. Landry is a great receiver, but he's coming from a losing team. Yeah. Dolphins have made the playoffs a couple times, but they suck. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Bill's made the playoffs last year, but he comes from a losing culture. Yeah. Miles Garrett has never fucking played on a winning team. You know, he hasn't he, even played last well, year.
0: Yeah, he's just young. Josh Horton,
2: great receiver. He played in Cleveland. They didn't fucking can't, win then either. Can't stay off I feel we, like, Yeah, so. I feel like
1: the culture in the uh, locker room at the Cleveland Bounds right now has to be uh, that of determination, especially since Cleveland is a city that we know... Their sports coincide. LeBron leaves. It puts pressure on the Browns, and they know that it's important to win. So if they have the talent that they do, the coaches do what they need to do, the players what they need to do, they really could compete. <laughs> our uh, Steve, our roommate Steve, he's a Browns fan, and this is his last year as a Browns fan if they don't win – uh, if if they lose like more than uh, I think it was thirteen, if they go like fourteen and two, he's done. Okay.
0: Well, I uh, does anyone have any predictions on what the Browns' record I, will be this? I'm year? I'm guessing they win seven games. I was gonna go seven and nine as well. I'm I mean, gonna
2: go. I'm gonna go uh, four four and twelve. With the talent they have, people might think that's not good, but from going in the NFL, going up seven wins is fucking
1: massive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's almost.
0: I almost feel stupid for guessing that, but they do have a very talented roster. Right. Their defense is solid. They have a lot of offensive Dang, weapons that's right now. Thing.
2: People around the league defend Hugh Jackson, like saying he shouldn't I be don't fired get that. because he's an <laughs> offensive genius. I don't think let's they're gonna it. get yeah, blown out.
1: I think every loss that they do take will be a hard. It'll be a hard loss, and they're gonna fight for it. But I, I yeah, I don't think they're they're gonna finish low. They're in a tough sure. division
2: too. Pittsburgh still owns that division. Baltimore. I mean. They have, their are a playoff team. They haven't made it in the last three years, but they're always close. And Cincinnati, with Andy Dalton, every once in a while wins ten plus games.
0: So, yeah, he's he's a wild card. Yeah, you don't know <laughs> if they're
2: gonna go four and 12, 6 and ten, or ten and six. Like you have no idea. But But yeah. that division is not. None of those games are easy to win. So, what's that? Uh, six games a year that are up in the air. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then you get ten other ones.
0: I don't know what their schedule looks like, but it's not gonna be easy to no, win. I mean they play the Steelers twice. Games, yeah. They play the Ravens twice, which I don't care what anyone says, the Ravens might shit the bed most of the years, but they're still one of the hardest nosed teams in football. Number exactly. one dumpster fire. Number <laughs> one dumpster fire and they're the
1: always a hard team to beat. I see, Even when I mean, they're shitty, they're a hard team to Har- beat.
0: Harbaugh's a good coach, yeah. Whether anyone likes to admit it or not. But like, if Flacco didn't get paid
2: as
1: much as he did, he'd already be betched. Like, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah you can't that give that you big can't give a guy a hundred mil and then be like, eh. yeah, here it comes, uh, another another boomer. We, yeah, another boomer.
0: Yeah, we're currently braving this storm here. Yeah, front yeah, yeah, like, of a house. Yes, yeah, uh, it's, it's it's terrifying. But uh, I
2: don't know. I just I don't see that kind of
0: improvement,
2: man. Like that's seven games. Seven games is pushing it.
0: That's what I'm, I'm gonna going to say
1: four. I'm going four. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: the safe bet. Yeah. That's definitely the safe It'll bet. It'll
1: probably be more like two or three, but it's going to be four. I know. Hey, anything talking.
0: better than no, zero is de- an improvement. How do you set. go zero? Their Six. defense
1: has been good, but their quarterback
2: situation has been terrible. Todd Rod doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, that's, his, that's, that's his calling I'm card. I'm giving that... Uh, like a lot of ups to him but, because he, he doesn't win games, but he doesn't lose games. But how
0: long before uh, Baker Mayfield comes nipping at Tyrod's right. heels, well, too?
2: If they lose a lot of games, they feel like with Carlos Hyde, because uh, they got him too, right? Yep. Hyde, and, well, who's a, a really good running back, then it might be if they don't win two games
0: by week seven, <laughs> Tyrod's getting benched. Yeah. That's what I'll say. All right, so we're going to transition into the big balls, small balls portion. The biggest balls of the week. Uh, I'll start out. My biggest balls of the week has to be Aaron Donald and, and Khalil Mack collectively because of the holdouts. They are they're going to go up against it. They're going to demand the money that they believe they deserve, and realistically, probably should get. I uh, say, like I said, Aaron Donald might be outside of the quarterback position the most important player on any team in the league right now. And any team would kill for Cleo Mack coming off the edge. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah, that's a. They same don't. Episode. They don't make a lot of people like that. So, yeah, that's my big, big balls of the week.
1: My big balls, uh, I have to pick between either uh, Dirk Nowitzki, on Bell, or myself. I'm picking myself just because I was the first big man to roll for the entire free grappling session, and I rolled with the coach Ben Quigley, Mike Farron, and Jeremy, and they're. Fucking like they won championships. I mean, it was fucking intense. So that uh, that took a lot out of me. But uh, yeah. Dirk Nowitzki, obviously, 21 years with the same team, it yeah. takes a lot of guts to take lower money to give your team a chance, and also to know that Kobe Bryant is out there in the shadows. Just you know how much fucking you know, many eye, how many big balls you have to have. So, great but uh, Le'Veon Bell. <coughs> Just based on just the information cool. you just got, I mean, he fucking he's still holding out. Seventy over five, he won seventy over four, or he might. That's, that's,
0: that's what I'm, I'm guessing. It's going to be a seventy so, over four deal that he is looking for. And this is the
1: first time. I mean, he's been he's like he's had his fucking balls to the ground for a long time now. Like he's been holding out fucking. Yeah, well, this is leave. this
0: is what two years in the making now. Right, and, and I do get part. Of he's not on a shitty team.
1: No, he's on a great, a Super Bowl contender every year. So, like, he knows what he, like, he's really fucking sticking to his guns. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Le'Veon Bell for my biggest balls.
2: Oh. I'm going to go back to the, uh, the links and go <laughs> with, uh, biggest balls, Francisco um, Molinari, man. Two weeks ago, he got his first ever PGA Tour win. First career PGA Tour win. This week, he won the fucking Open Championship. He is the champion golfer of the year. That's a major. One of the four majors, man. He, he did it. And he won by two strokes. So, biggest balls, Molinari, man. And he moved up in the top ten of the World Golf Rankings also. So, oh. Molinari, all day. Okay.
0: So, uh, I feel like uh, mine and Josh's are sort of intertwined. Because they all deal with the holdouts. Without,
1: yeah. without Le'Veon Bell... I feel like he was a was a big catalyst for guys like.
0: Uh, oh, definitely, and there there needed to be somebody in the league that was willing to take that stand with that, that kind of production. Yeah. Well, especially for the running back position. Yeah,
1: yeah. Holdouts happen happened every year, but <coughs>
0: this year there are like some superstars. Games. Yeah. Well, so Super you
1: know stars. that your team could have this fucking beautiful well, The right best
2: running back in the league was holding out the best receiver in the league, one of the best receivers in the league, Julio was talking about holding out holding out, and the best defensive players in the league are holding out. So yeah. it's like, huge this year. So But yeah, we can go with the NFL. Players. Yeah, do, do you
0: want? yeah, do we want to just do a collective the NFL player? Bell, yeah. Mac, Donald you know yeah
1: alright so you know what that means it's time to move on to tiny little minuscule balls that don't even matter
0: uh I'm gonna give small balls of the week to mother nature because yesterday the Red Sox playing at Camden Yards (laughs) playing the the Baltimore Orioles I've been there I have not nice place but uh Made it to the second inning. Uh, Red Sox up 5 to nothing already in the game. Game gets postponed. They hit three dingers. Uh, Andrew Benintendi and J.D. Martinez went back-to-back, which that would have been Martinez's 32nd home run on the season, leading the league. And Mookie Betts hit another home run, too. Now they don't exist. They are completely restarting the game. And... Those stats don't count, which is some bullshit. I mean, just start the game from the fucking second inning. I don't care.
2: What they normally do is pick up, like, resume where play left off. How how do you (coughs)
0: take away five runs? Like, that's just... I don't know. I I would understand. Like, okay, 0-0 game, got rained out, started over, whatever. But five runs is... That that could win a game. It could, especially against the Orioles, who are the worst team in baseball by far. I'd say, and to tie in with Mother Nature now, it's storming out... And if this fucking power goes out, I might just go home and swallow a whole entire bottle of Tylenol. Do it. Just die. Do it. Because I it would be sad. Yeah, yeah
1: do it, pussy. No, I'm just
0: kidding. Well, I mean, you better hope the power goes out then, if you yeah. want me to do it. We'll have to but, pump your stomach with that. But that's my small balls of the week.
2: Um, I'll go with Carmelo Anthony, because... Uh, that's who I was going to say. He signed with the Rockets, and ideally he would be coming off the bench 6th or 7th man depending on what they do with uh, Gordon but he said that he's not ready to come off the bench yet like he proved last year and honestly the last couple years he was in New York that he's really not worth a shit as a franchise player anymore he wouldn't need to be a franchise player in Houston but playing you know upward to 30 minutes a game
1: he's going to eat a lot of ball wait he's saying that he, he wants to be a starter yep Yeah. Refuses. Same thing he's been saying for his whole oh, career. Just, yeah, just because of the trade, just because he's, he's fucking up right now. And he, like, he has big balls, but he shrunk them down, so yeah. Yeah, he's, get, Carm- he's getting Carmelo the smallest
2: Anthony. balls for you know pretty much saying he's not oh. playing. Like, and if he doesn't start, he said he's going to request a buyout. As of now. It might change, but as of right now. Yeah, he said he's
1: not ready, not ready yet. Those <laughs> are the smallest balls, yeah. Carmelo Anthony gets it for sure. That's fucking ridiculous. Okay, yeah, I'm going to
0: go with Carmelo as well.
1: Right. That's fucking ridiculous. So, I want to buy out. I want to start. Man, I'm not worth the shit though.
0: I say. I think as a bench player, he could come off. He's still one of the best mid-range players yeah. in the league. I say he has feathers. He's a good locker cuts. room guy
1: too. He's size, man. He's a he's a fun guy, guy to have in the locker room. I mean, he, players do like. Not everybody hates him, and he's he's got veteran. Like he'd be a good coach. He, if could, he doesn't yeah. touch the ball. He does really well.
0: Yeah, I'd say I say he just—you can't have him chucking up yeah. twenty-five shots a game, right. hitting five of them, like just and bricking and threes. And I'm still a fan. It just Come helps on. the
2: Rockets add a dimension because <clears throat> pretty much when Harden or Paul wasn't on the floor last year, like they had trouble scoring if Aaron Gordon was having an off day. So Melo comes yeah. off the bench, dude. They're,
0: you know, they can rest Harden and Paul. Maybe Paul doesn't get hurt, and maybe they beat the Warriors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, would you like to mention Joe Mercatel's, uh <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Name, uh, name idea. For I, I dub your studio the Ball Shack. The Ball yeah. Shack. A, a I few, few episodes, or what, two episodes ago, we had mentioned about trying to come up with a name for the studio. Yep. Yeah. And uh, a good buddy of mine, Joe Mercatel, came to me and said, hey, I think you guys should call the studio the Ball Shack. So what do you guys...
1: I will. Uh, I, I will. You. I will take it. It's fifty percent. Uh, we have because there's still another name of the studio, so it's uh, the slash ball shack. ball shack. What's the, the other black? Name? The
0: black ball shack.
1: The black ball shack. Yeah, we can do that. The black. Ball the shack. not so black ball shack. That
0: works for me. Yeah, that's I'm good with it, man. I'm
1: good with it. We got two Thanks, podcasts in one studio. That's, that's a good it. name It's got to combine. Thanks, to Joe. Perfect. Thank you, Joe. We will send you absolutely nothing, and you will deserve no credit in the, first, in the future.
0: <laughs> oh. And real quick before we get back into any sports I wanted to mention it at the start of the episode But with the storm and everything I didn't really think about it But I just want to wish my dad happy birthday How's he doing? He's doing good He's 50 years old today So happy birthday dad Love you again You're getting more love on this podcast than any other I'm person I'm really
1: happy I didn't have to fucking play Game over. Like I'm really happy that way Me
0: too I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy with that as well So that's awesome
1: dude Fucking congratulations dude Fucking 50 years old the
0: big five <clears> zero. <throat> yep, and he still somehow looks younger than me. That's awesome, dude. But okay, so we'll go right into some baseball then.
1: Yeah, let's go into the worst sports in the world. Yeah, yeah,
0: Red Sox still the best team in baseball. They're seventy one and thirty two, which is just right. absurd. And uh, I was gonna mention the game last night, but that already got covered. So I mean,
1: it's funny that baseball like. Even during this, like it's it's this it's going on right now. Oh, they're deep. They're deep, deep in the season. They're balls there's just deep. nothing fun except for like the Red Sox are awesome. This is the part of, they call Northern it the Asia. Dog Days of August, and we're about right
2: there because this is literally the part of the season that fucking the blows. Ball. It's been going on for three, four months. Yes. The All Star break is passed, so no yeah. one is looking forward to anything with the playoffs, and then August like, kicks in. It, just, it it just does starts. drag on, man. Like. It really does drag. And I'm fucking over. I just want to but get to the World Series. The team. other thing about the dog days <laughs> is this, this is the time of year that can make a, or break a team. Yep.
0: So. Oh, yeah. I say. I mean, they're still going strong. 39 games above 500, yep. which is crazy because, they're, what, probably, I'd say, a little over the midway point of the season. Oh, Second yeah. relay in the 480. Well, the four the yeah, four, they, four, they played 100 sure. games. Really. Yeah. yeah, so there's about yeah, 60 I think, left.
2: I, my dad told me today, I think the Pirates have 58.
0: Which, uh, do you want to go into the Pirates' 11-game win streak? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The
2: Pirates pretty impressive. won 11 games in a row. Which, previous to this win streak, like I just assumed that they were going to dump their players at the trade deadline because they were looking like ass, as per usual. And then they fucking rattle off 11 in a row. Yeah. i say complete opposite of normal Pirates which, fashion. It's huge because now they're five and a half games back of the Cubs for the division. And they're only, I think, three games back of the, the wild, wild card. card. Yeah? And they did lose... Last night, so it might, you know, be a game or two. Yeah, Europe, that's classic
1: Pittsburgh. They yeah. were
0: always such a wild card team, and plus they're oh, in contention, like, but, which is huge. Well, and to my surprise, reports were coming out that Pittsburgh was considering being buyers at the deadline for the first time ever. ever. I say, usually they're like, "Oh man, we got yeah. some players. They Better either, fucking sell them low. They either dump <laughs> them, or they don't do shit." Like yeah. when the couple
2: years, True. they made the wild card. I think they signed uh, like I think Jay Happ was one of the pitchers or yeah. that they got at the trade deadline. But at the time, he wasn't really you know coveted, so it wasn't a big move. Yeah. But he's, he's having yeah, a good year this year. They're really not known for making noteworthy moves. Unless they're dumping players, so I think that 11-game win streak. Like if that doesn't happen, the Pirates are dumping possibly guys like Marte or Polanco, Josh Bell, Tyon. Like these guys. Could be dumped if uh, they don't win those eleven games. Yeah, so exactly.
0: it's, it, it changed for for low level a lot. farm system guys too. Yeah, like they yeah. don't dump them for anyone that's worth a shit, which yeah. is the problem.
2: And it, I don't agree with most of the shit they do. Like, but I'm happy right now. Right. Like, I don't think right. this is gonna hold. I think like no, my prediction it is they'll never win does. 11 in a row and then they'll lose seven in a row. But they might not. So we'll
1: if have. they pick it up and uh, and at least if if I don't know if fucking please just Jesus let them. It's Just nice win the division when something. they do, like, yeah, it's
2: nice play. when that happens because... It never happens. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of years ago when they made the playoffs for the first time in 20 years, like, this area was, like, inspired. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that hasn't, like, the only good thing about the Pirates really was, like, watching which one of them would make the All-Star game. And yeah. then, like, Jason Bay goes in the home run derby and doesn't hit any home runs, and it ends up embarrassing himself anyway, so... There's really nothing to look forward to. They make the playoffs finally, and then they get <coughs> the so. The Pirates have always been insane. a
1: place where like, there's always some iconic player. They don't really do shit, but there's always an iconic player. You and they don't I mean? have that right now. No,
2: yeah, yeah. they don't. That's the problem. They yeah. don't have And uh, I thought it was going to be uh, Marte, because he was hot for a while, and then he kind of fell off. Yeah, the P- the C- had P- potential. D- stuff. Yeah. The, but then Polanco never paid out. And then uh, Tyon looked like he was going to be a phenom. Or Garrett Cole before they heard and he's, and he's Young. having a phenomenal yeah, year a this year. Because <laughs> he was in the Cy Young voting, like, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. And then he went to shit. So, yeah, they have had, like, one true face of the franchise. And now they really don't, which is why I was really surprised when they rattled off
1: those wheels. Well, I say, it was
0: it was crazy a couple of years ago seeing people that were actually, like, proud to be Pirates fans again. Yeah. Like
1: I got a tattoo, uh, the three teams of Pittsburgh on my
0: arm. I mean, mm-hmm. i say, like, you know, yeah, as much as I hate... A lot of well, just pretty much the Steelers. <laughs> but I say, like, it's cool how much pride, like it should Pennsylvania, be Pittsburgh, they have in their sports teams. It should be illegal to hate the Steelers. Yeah, not that. it should be. It's it, but it's not though. So. You can, I think franchise.
1: <laughs> I think storied franchises should just be fucking just storied. Franchise. Like there should be movies about them. And I mean, they're just fucking you have know, franchises that just I'll, never. I'll go make away. a movie
0: about them. I'll fucking call it fucking Pittsburgh Steelers bu- yeah. Bukowski Party. This shit's shit on
2: Roethlisberger's chest. And then, like, we and just, just climbed down out to a chair shit on his chest. Well,
0: there's no, a couple of girls but, out there who
1: could write that book. Let, his, well, let yeah. him wreck his motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Jerome Bettis, yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's all about lettuce wraps. You know, Jerome Bettis is like a really quality bowler. I just want at to, at to He's just a quality guy. guy. Yeah, he is a nice a restaurant. guy. I don't mind... Really by, by all accounts, and that so so seems uh, like Franco, uh, Franco, uh, Franco, Franco Harris. Harris. His restaurant's good. Jerome Bettis' restaurant's good. Heinz Ward, also one of my favorite human beings in the world. Charlie Palomaro, one of my favorite human beings. They just like... You can't... Pittsburgh is such a weird fucking city, man. And it just it is, gets these iconic neat. fucking players. And it's like... I don't know, man. Just you, you, you have to some power in the league to be a franchise that pulls the kind of fucking guys they do. Well, it's all draft.
2: Well, they draft well. They don't. They don't sign free agents, man. Generally, yeah, not yeah. big name ones like. Yeah. Bell was drafted, Augsburg was drafted, Paul Antonio was Brown drafted, was drafted, Antonio Brown was drafted. Like, That's what I mean, but those guys still throw stick around in you know a trade I mean? from the Rams.
1: Yeah. James Harrison yeah. was the first guy who like said, oh, blah, 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 my baby. He was undrafted, I think Harrison was. Maybe, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, I and, all the time and he, he also
0: was getting no playing time as right. well. Let's go to
2: Cincinnati, let's go to fucking New England. Well, yeah, he, what, he Left to go to Cincinnati, retired, and then came, came back. Came played for the, the Steelers. Then yeah, they cut him. Anyway? Yeah, then they cut him. People, I remember how pissed off people were. Like, oh, James Harrison's a fucking traitor. He's playing for the Patriots. God fucking damn it. I'm like, the Steelers cut him. He didn't ask to go to New England. They fucking cut him. Like, that's not our Bill dude. Belichick's
1: a fucking genius. He's like, get that guy. Yeah. That's what he does. They He's probably says, interrogated him and watched, watched him up the truce serum. So I was like, tell me everything about their
0: email That's what you do. I say you get any competitive advantage that you can. You hire
1: him as a coach. You don't fucking cut him. That's the stupid... I was so mad when they did that. I was like... He's the fucking key in your defense. I mean, they hired Joey Porter as a linebacker. Well, well they team. want to talk he about, and about the
0: players. No, they, they want to talk about Harrison doing the team dirty. What about the team doing Harrison dirty? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really That's what we're
2: dirty. saying, like they fucked him over. They kind of did the same. I thing don't even thing fucking to like, to like James, James Harrison. Yeah, they did the dirty. <laughs> they told Paul Amalu, either you retire or we cut you because we don't want to pay you anymore. They did the same thing to Heinz Ward. So yeah, but Heinz Ward was 50-50
1: on like. You know yeah i mean he's I ready to go they just
2: like i don't blame them for those decisions cause ward was old and paula and molly was getting hurt all the time but this those guys won super bowls like you gotta
1: pay them. so that takes a lot to fucking just say here's our fucking franchise guy
0: we got to see yeah we got some uh notable trade news in the in uh the mlb right oh, now yeah. Trade right deadline's coming right up well uh the Dodgers ended up landing Manny Machado, which yeah. that was one of the teams that we yeah. had. I,
2: I predicted LA could have been the Red Sox, the Yankees, or you know, Manny yeah. Machado? One, one, just for the big market
0: teams. Yeah. Like and Manny uh, Machado. Uh, the Red Sox traded for Nathan Iovaldi, which you know, very uninspiring move. Yeah. I say I the teams. Could solid. You, we were commenting about how old he is. He's not even old. He's twenty eight years old. I just haven't maybe, maybe he, he just, just kind of fell off then. Yeah, I say he was a former Yankee. Yeah. But like I say, he's he's a solid player. Not anything that's gonna like I feel tip the scale one way or the other. Right. Could not be that they small. even they don't really need the guy to tip a scale right now. As oh. long as he provides some quality innings in the playoffs, play.
2: you know how. They, like, will throw stars in as relievers. Yeah, maybe, well,
0: like, experience is king yeah. in the playoffs. So maybe that was the playoff. Is that the
1: last uh, baseball thing? Oh, no, i got a okay.
0: couple more things. Uh, the Yankees uh, traded for J.A. Happ today, yeah. which that's a big move because Happ yeah. is having a good season. Yeah. He's had a couple of good seasons in a row. Yeah. That's a, he's a good the, player. The Yankees
2: pitching is, like, something...
0: That's something that, that they needed. It was suspect. Yeah. Not
2: terrible, but questionable.
0: Uh, and earlier today... The Chicago Cubs traded for Cole Hamels. Really? Which, that's a big move. That is. I say, Hamels getting up there in age a little bit, but he's the consummate professional. Yeah. He's kind of a guy that reminds me a little yeah. bit of, like, Justin Verlander. Yep. Just never really gets bad. Just Yeah, he's quality. He's got to that's, give yeah. you quality starts. And that's yeah. the
2: reason that Pittsburgh won't catch the Cubs in a division, because yeah. they don't have the money. Or the, or, or the farm system. Yeah, to throw the, the where, prospects oh, yeah, around. They don't have the ability to do that. And it's hard to catch a team... With like you know eight all stars, when yeah. you have zero, so exactly, it's very true.
1: Wild card is the best hope. This isn't a movie; it's not you know what I mean. It, it only happens in flicks, and yeah, it's that's not it. Rudy. I'll okay.
0: uh, follow up that good Cubs news with some bad Cubs news. Uh, Chris Bryant was just placed on the disabled list with a shoulder injury. So that is I mean, they have they have a great team, yeah, a lot of young studs. But Chris Bryant is definitely a blow. He's probably their best overall player defensively offensively like and he's he seems like a pretty cool guy yeah I mean, and I'm about cool guys on this podcast it's not
2: often you get third baseman that just dominate we have a couple in the league right now but there's
0: not many not many it's been a while and uh my last thing for baseball Albert Pujols you know guy has endured a lot of bullshit in his career a lot he went from being his last name's Pujols well his last name's Pujols first and foremost like (laughs) like a Pujol yeah like Like a big old brown eye. Yeah. Who holes? Well, two of them, I guess. More than one. I'd say the guy years ago was largely considered the the best best player player in baseball. And it wasn't even like... Not close. He was hitting 330, 40 home runs a season, and injuries started adding up. After that trade to the Angels... He just kind of... He, he slowed apart. down. He wasn't bad, but he,
2: he slowed down
0: quite a bit. But last night, he hit his 631st home run of his career wow. and passed Ken Griffey Jr. for sixth all-time on the home run list, Yeah, which, which, is, which is amazing. It's yeah.
1: sad how often Ken Griffey Jr. gets forgotten. Uh, dude, he, he'll never be forgotten, if he dude. That been
2: swing. would have Griffey would have broke the record. Because he missed a lot of games. I
0: feel the same about Pujols, though. If he would have stayed healthy, he would have broke the record. Yeah, I I
2: thought that about A-Rod, too, when he got suspended and missed a lot of time. He missed a whole season. Those three players, I honestly thought, could have been the best three players of all time.
1: Juiced up or not.
2: Well, I don't think Pujols, he might have been taking some Jews early this year, but I don't think Griffey ever did.
1: Griffey was taking Jews all day. There's like side-by-side comparisons of that motherfucker. I don't think Griffey was ever like
2: a a large guy. guy. He didn't
0: get, like, Barry Bonds. He's the poster boy for the Royce. Him and Mark McGuire. Even Sammy Sosa to an extent, right? That's my
1: last bit of baseball news is the fact that Dominicans are making videos uh, being, after that Sports illustrator that I talked about. Yeah. They're really upset about how white he is. He's very white. They're really upset. He's whiter than I am. He's, he's, he's so possessed. white and he's like, he's real gross. It's weird. And well, like, he just seems like a strange guy to He's like, a fucked up person. There's all this like, fucked up shit that he's done, but he's, he's also the, like a Dominican hero. And he's, like, the he's the real salt in the
0: swat now, yeah, living yeah. in fucking Dubai. That's fucking, <laughs> yeah.
1: Poor guy. That's a good point. We'll,
0: we'll, uh, go into golf with yeah, our yeah, locals. Golf yeah. expert well, Matthew Hatt. I just
1: wanted to touch on Welcome
0: to the, the third gives
2: shit
1: on it. You guys all balls. Uh, just <laughs> just because you don't like golf doesn't mean like you're just busting your balls. I said just kidding. Uh,
2: the, the third major of the year happened, as we already discussed briefly. Uh, Molinari won. <laughs> but other big news from the Open is that Tiger Woods finished in the top 10 in a fucking major, which was huge. And he actually time. had the lead on Sunday, which yeah. was even bigger. He kind of blew it. He actually,
0: the field average on Sunday was uh, seventy four, and he shot even par. Which what? Uh, Molinari shot eight under par to win it. And totally, I think. Total, yeah. I think Tiger shot five, five under it, yeah. to take six. He was only wow. three back. Yeah, there
2: was a three-way tie or a four-way tie for second. But yeah, I mean, he had the lead on Sunday, and then he went uh, double bogey, bogey on back-to-back holes. That kind Looks of that hurt. that'll kill it. But. Justin Rose finished in second, and Justin Rose has a couple majors. He won an Olympic gold medal, but that dude has gotten more top five finishes in majors than anybody I've ever seen. I'd like
1: to check that stat to see how many he actually has. Dude, there's so, a, a, lot. a lot. He's
2: always in the top five in majors. Justin Rose, like, he's just there. And Rory McIlroy finished tied for second. He hasn't been on the major leaderboard <coughs> in, a, in, a, in while. a while. So Tiger and Rory moving up. There's your man. Yeah, the that's other that. thing about uh, the Open that kind of had implications in the golf world was that uh, Tiger Woods, by finishing in the top 10 in the Open Championship, moved into the top 50 in the World Golf Rankings for the first time in a long time. So now he qualifies for a tournament in Akron in a a week or two. So that's big. Um, Are you attending? I'm going to try to go, man. Molinari moved up to number six in the world. McIlroy moved up to seven in the world. Jordan Spieth dropped to eight. Fowler dropped to 9, and Jason Day dropped to 10. So those are the only big moves. And the golf Tiger was at 50? Yeah, he's he, he, at 50. He, he just 50. He just crested in it. Yeah. He
0: got to the precipice of the mountain Right. and just sat right The down. way the
2: WGC <laughs> tournaments work, I think there's four or five a year. It's called the World Golf Classic, and it's not like other PGA Tour events. The only people that can golf in the WGC tournament are the top, top 50, 50 in the world. Yep. So when like I've been to the Bridgestone. Or it's called the Firestone at Bridgestone, or the Bridgestone at Firestone. It's in Akron. It's a big tournament, but it's the top 50 golfers in the world. So it's basically like watching
1: a major because it's all the best guys. and It's like 40, 40, 50 bucks. If to I take paid for you to go, would you wear your testicles on the outside of your pants but painted as golf balls? I'd consider it. man. Like disguised, and painted as golf balls. Like the top of the scrotum can be disguised with your pants, whatever. Yeah, basically like, It would depend and on then the take a picture. And, Next to Tiger Woods with your balls out. It would. It, I mean, if I was having a good ball day, I
0: would. I also. I definitely would. would like to ask if I could just tee one of your testicles up on your dick and drive it. I don't think I'd. Be <laughs> so I feel like. I feel like that sentence. <laughs> that thing, would extend that,
1: that could mean a lot of things.
0: Drive it with a. Can I like, drive? With driver. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna ride it. your dick. I'm gonna drive it. I'm gonna
1: drive your ball from the top of your dick. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, gonna, gonna tee that dick up.
0: I'm to that, but I mean, yeah, I'd like <laughs> to go to this
2: tournament. It's fun. I us- I usually go on Saturdays. Would you
0: live stream from? I would if
2: uh, I go. No. Doesn't have social media. I don't use it, but I I mean, I think the apps on my phone. So, <laughs> well, you could. Yeah, I'd like to go. I definitely like to go. But that's all the golf moves I have for right now. I'm
0: right. gonna transition just for a short period into some mixed martial arts news. Uh, I didn't get the chance to watch the Fight Night card this past weekend so I can't really talk about that and I'm, I'm going to apologize for the fight fans out there.
1: I'm your man. Just tell me who fought and I'll tell you what happened. See, I don't
0: even know who fought, honestly.
1: Fuck, man. i, I see, watched some fights but now I forget everybody's
0: see, name. But uh, DC, Daniel Cormier called out Alexander Gustafson for pulling out of his fight coming up. Uh, his original opponent pulled out due to injury and he was called out and then out of nowhere he also pulled out of the fight and DC apparently took that as a lot of disrespect and told him essentially that he's never going to fight him again like he will not give him a shot at the belt which don't know if that's even a possibility because I don't think DC has that kind of pull. He doesn't control who he fights. But I say DC I feel like he's very entitled anymore (laughs) even though he still can't beat John Jones. It he was, had to hold uh, the belt though, just kind
1: of by default. So there was a lot of round, a lot of there was a couple round three finishes, but there you had Sadiq Youssef and Mike Davis. Uh, they went down. Final round three, uh, Sadiq Youssef won that one, uh, which is surprising because he's like four inches shorter than Davis. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. that Mr. was a surprising Moves. fight. Amanda Munoz, uh, she beat uh, or sorry, Alex Alex Munoz beat uh, Nick Newell. You have. Uh, Fuck, what was the other fight? The rest of these I didn't get to see, but... The Hughes fight? No, I didn't watch that. But yeah, so those are the two best. Those are the two good fights that I did catch. Um, they were entertaining. It wasn't nothing special. Fight night cards have been declining lately. Um, you have, like, more background stuff that's, like, more entertaining, like the DC yeah. call-out, you know what I mean? It's uh, MMA, UFC MMA, but there's... um. We should start keeping track of uh, one... Championship. There's this new Japanese organization that's killing it, and then I need to keep track of Bellator because
0: Bellator is on fire right now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to do a better job keeping track of mixed martial arts. Yeah. And I apologize.
2: There's just so many outlets for it. Like, there's one basketball league. Oh, the big three. That doesn't yeah. count. There's one real football league. You know what I mean? Yeah. MMA has like
0: three three big ones right yeah, now. So three kind of big ones, and then
1: I'm excited because now I get to give <clears throat> fight fans some kind of like. You know, I can answer a lot more questions. Like the deeper I dive into this, and it's going to be six months to a year. Probably, I'm going to try to do it a year before my first fight, but that's when I want to have my first fight. Is in, is probably a year. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't. If I do good, good enough ready. six months, then uh, yeah, I say right. you can never yeah. have too much training. Even that's if I feel <laughs> if I felt ready in four months, I still probably wouldn't do it until about a yeah, year. You until you six months, until but probably a year, because I feel like you know my coach said that, and uh, it just. Uh, I'm giving it giving it all I got. We have a sponsor, obviously. Uh, I want to shout out do a promotion for our sponsor, which is Sonic Jiu-Jitsu by, with Ben Quigley. It's over at the Taekwondo Taekwondo studio, uh, Kyle Riley studio over here on 13th Street in, in uh, Franklin. So thank you to Sonic Jiu-Jitsu. Thank, thank you, Sonic. You, thank yeah. you to my company, True Merchant Co., which handles all of our merchandise stuff. If you guys want shirts... Just contact us on Facebook let and let us know, know for you. They're, they're seventeen dollars a piece, and unless you're super fat and you need a three XL and up. They're like twenty because of size restrictions. Obviously, it pays more. Fabric costs money, so lose weight and you'll save money on clothes. Yeah, and I, I know, feel that way too. I know how it <laughs> goes. You know, I want to buy a shirt it's like, oh, why is this a dollar more?
0: Also, Mike Craig, fuck you. Yeah, fuck being you, Mike fucking Craig. Dick. No, oh, no offense. Oh Gary. yeah,
2: no offense, Mike.
0: Them glasses are gonna be a permanent picture on your fucking face, boy. But uh, the balls. Uh, a big fight that was announced. Uh, Tyron Woodley will be defending his title against Darren Till. Fuck Tyron Woodley. Which Woodley opened up as a minus one sixty five favorite. So that means you bet a hun- hundred and sixty five to win hundred. Yeah. Uh, that's huge odds. <laughs> but uh, that might actually be a very, very entertaining fight because For sure. Darren Till, striker through and through. Tyron Woodley, probably one of the most powerful guys right, in say, mixed martial he arts. He has great grappling and great striking. He's team. a badass.
1: He's a guy that's like he's one of the active guys that fucking sports shows have on to explain shit because oh, he's, he's that. He's, 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 he's an intelligent guy. I
0: just don't like his fucking attitude sometimes. Oh yeah, he's he's a bitch sometimes, but you know. I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. There's next a lot of people. <laughs> uh,
1: next month is that uh, boxing match, by the way, between uh, Anthony Joshua and uh, Alexander Povetkin. That'll oh, okay. Okay. be nice. We'll have keep up yeah, we'll have to. We should do a fight campaign. You know, Joe Rogan does those yeah. fight campaigns where
0: they watch fight, watch and, and stream on it. at the same time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we should do one of those sometime. Yeah, I would be down. And I would actually. We could film from the living room. I've yeah. actually thought about that. It's more open. There's different space. I ordered a uh, one of those Chroma Tag. Um, six by six seven foot by five foot or six foot black backgrounds which i could think i can use as a green screen for okay. stuff we can change backgrounds and stuff but we could <laughs> yeah, do yeah. you like can put us on a roller coaster bronson. yeah you know do. that action bronson stuff, like aliens yeah so we could do something like that like all uh three guys I watch mean, sports i'm pretty much action bronson anyway yeah. so so we could do that um but yeah i'm working on some other stuff and uh as you guys can see we have more mics here so like i think Mic we done. could transfer for like a fight companion or game we could do games
0: NFL, like NBA,
1: maybe tennis. Yeah.
0: But uh, so, right. I mean, we could we're definitely just, watch they that so, just, yeah. super long. Well, we could yeah. definitely watch some of the bigger games, yeah. like yeah. any sport. Super yeah. Bowl will definitely do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then the other, the big news of the day is uh, Conor McGregor took a plea deal for yeah. the bus incident. So he exactly fun, yeah, move fun. on. All charges were dropped. He, I think <laughs> he's getting mandated to take anger anger management cl- <laughs> anger management classes, which could be good for his fight game. I say. I mean, I don't think you know. He I, everything he does is a very calculated yet yeah. stupid move. Yeah. Right. But uh, he had his like little press conference after the court hearing, and uh, he said he's very likely t- fighting Khabib Nurmagomedov. Everybody wants to see it. Which, yeah, that's a fight that I want to see, and uh, it'll be interesting it's because the fight he needs to take to prove that he still has. Well, I say because uh, Khabib is a fucking animal like you don't want that guy to get a hold of you because he will just ruin your life yeah I like I can't remember it might have been Kevin Lee that he fought and he or no it was Michael Johnson yeah he had him down and he was hitting him and he was just telling him he's like just quit yeah. just give up I, need, I need my shot you give up like yeah. did he give up? no he ended up beating up that
1: <laughs> but I'll tell you what man, that's going to be an interesting fight and I think uh it's it's going to be a lot like the Jose Ave fight if it happens. Like I if it does mean, it's going to be I give be wild. Khabib, I give Khabib 25 seconds.
0: I don't I'd say McGregor on the feet outclasses Khabib mm, all day. Like it's not even close. Khabib, but gonna, he's too
1: I think he's going to get too cocky but, well, and he's going to think that uh, Conor doesn't have it. But I mean if if
0: McGregor couldn't handle Nate Diaz getting a hold of him and pulling him down That's a bigger guy. Well,
1: but Lankier, taller. But Connor's bigger than Khabib. I don't even know if he's he tall, is. Khabib, he's like, he's, I think he's two inches
0: taller. Or he might be taller, but Khabib is a fucking tank, man. Yeah. And if he, like, McGregor could not handle Nate being on top. And Nate is strictly the first a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Uh, Khabib is like world-class sambo. Yeah. Like, he will throw people around. He holds the UFC record for takedowns in a fight. He, uh, he had 21 in one fight. I in think a 15-minute yeah. fight, he had 21 the problem, takedowns.
1: The problem with guys like McGregor is people forget that he is a really good... He has good ground game. And that Nate Diaz, the first fight, he lost his composure and he fucked up. But Ooh, he gas. was dealing with a completely yeah, different animal. In the second fight, he handled himself really well and it was a fucking war.
0: So I think that uh, this fight is going to be really special, and it's going to prove a lot. Well, I think I think it's it's going to be a tale of two fights. Like, if it's on the feet, McGregor wins it. But I just don't think McGregor can handle the grappling. I think
2: he, his condition is going to play a big part in it too, because yeah. that is usually what sinks his ship, dude. Is how
0: quickly he gets winded. Yeah.
1: He's fifty-fifty. Sometimes it's
0: great, and sometimes it's bad, yeah. like his, his condition. I, I I I I like Conor McGregor. I do. I hate how fucking yeah. ridiculous he's become yeah. over the last few years. What it was the cartoon
1: but, that, uh, God, did South Park have him on? Or no, There was that uh, video on Facebook yeah. where Conor McGregor just goes around taking belts from people and then he takes all the championship belts and he just goes out in the street and takes <laughs> random belts from people.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw Yeah, give me your belt. But I say, Khabib is one of my favorite fighters. He's a fucking beast. I say, if he, if he spent any time working on his striking, just like, tighten up just like little things he would be so yeah. good he would be so good but
1: joe rogan has a really good uh breakdown <coughs> of what would happen in a fight like he talks about the fight between those two and uh, i suggest anybody who, who wants to hear it from a professional commentator's point of view fucking check it out well, just it's, an overall
0: smart yeah. man Benzo, yeah.
1: when it comes to fighting he fucking knows his shit and he had a really he had some really good shit to say about it and like it's gonna be a definitely it's gonna be a fucking watcher that's for sure yeah i
0: say but that's uh Big MMA stuff for the day. Uh, so that, that does it for Wraps sure up. guys all balls. Yeah, that it. It? Do we have any uh, uh, questions? No more comments. No no Somebody said
1: Porter played in Miami for a few seasons when he left Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. uh, Shania and then, and then Tenorio just joined, but nobody asked any questions in the beginning, and we actually kept up with the comments. Jerry Porter also said, got
2: shot in his ass in a nightclub in Denver.
1: Yeah. People, uh, you know, they, uh, they need to ask questions, but we also, uh, I blame. I blame uh, Garrett, and I blame you, and I blame some of myself. But uh, we need to do a better job at engaging people throughout the week, and I think uh, you need to post once or you need to post twice to two to three times a week from multiple social media accounts. Yeah, and then things need to be uh, just just like shared up. Like if a clip comes up for from NFL, like follow all those major stations. And then you can copy them, the videos or the clips or whatever from yeah. Twitter and put them on Facebook and stuff. That way, if we ask questions at the beginning of the week, like tomorrow, we should find something. If something happens, like on a Saturday, we should post about it and say, Hey, what do you guys think about this? And then that way we'll have more stuff, more yeah. questions from people. So. Agreed.
0: Agreed. We need to—we do need to step up our social media presence a little bit. I have zero. And by a little presence. bit, I mean a lot of it. On the media. I, I, I mean, good episode, guys. That was uh, awesome. Yes. I, I'm Garrett Crow. I'm Josh Whitty. I'm Matt Hadden. Ah, that was episode four of the not er, the oh, episode <laughs> three guys and <involved>. balls. <laughs> yeah. Of the three guys, all balls podcast. Yes, yeah. That's awesome.
2: Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you.